welcome to the Kenneth K. Law Life and Leadership Podcast, designed to encourage and inspire. Let's listen to another great episode. Greetings, everyone. I'm Kenneth K. Law, and this is the Kenneth K. Law Life and Leadership Show. Take a moment now to let your friends and family know to tune in now. Great information is about to come forth, and I want to thank you for tuning in today. Today's show will undoubtedly help you to grow in your life and within your leadership. Today's show will focus on the mechanics of leadership, and we're going to dig into that a little more. So I'm looking forward to digging down into this subject matter over the next few minutes with you all. And I'm sure that may gain, uh, that you may gain uh, an understanding on how to start back moving forward uh, in life and in leadership. So I wanna help uh, to break down some things and give you an understanding of why I'm talking about, why I'm talking about the mechanics of leadership, which can apply also to ministry, uh, can also apply to marketplace, even your household. So let me give you a definition of that. And right before I do, I want to, first of all, thank you all for listening over the last few weeks. I hope and pray that the episodes that have gone before have been a help to you and help to your journey as a leader, uh, whether it's in ministry or in marketplace. And I would love to hear um, if this, this show is helping blessing you and also some things that we may be able to talk about in the times to come. And so please feel free to email me at A-K-L-A-W-T-E-C at gmail.com. A-K-L-A-W-T-E-C at gmail.com. And let me know if the show has been a help or some things, some subject matter that we may be able to talk about in the episodes to come. So let's jump into the mechanics of leadership. Uh, and this will help you definitely in ministry and in the marketplace. I really believe this because this subject matter has helped me in my own journey as a leader, whether it's in my household or whether it's in my public life or whatever the case may be, this really is gonna help you out. So be prepared to take a few notes and I'm going to ask you a few questions, and um, we're going to go from there. It's going to be good stuff. So let's go forth. Let's let's give a healthy definition of mechanics, um, and to help you understand that, and and it's going to help bring this all around to you, and you'll be able to understand it more. So, mechanics is the science of things in motion, the machinery or working parts of something. Mechanics involves how bodies or parts of bodies work together because of the forces that are applied between them. So let, let me help you understand that. Well, let me give you an example. Mechanics deals with motion. It deals with the science of things, the movement of things, how things move, how they move separately and how they move working together. It is the science of things in motion. So let me help you understand this. Uh, when I used to play ball, if I had a stroke, especially when I played baseball, if I was going through a slump of hitting, 
my coach would take me to the side and he would say, okay, what's going on? I notice you're not hitting the way you normally do and what's going on. So this first thing he would do is says, well, let me, let's work on, let's look at your mechanics. Let me see how you're moving. Let me see how you're, you're shifting, how you're turning your hips and, and moving your wrist around with the bat. Let's look at your mechanics because sometimes what happens when we go into a slump playing ball, our mechanics can be off. And when your mechanics are off or out of alignment, you won't have much success in something that you once, uh, once at one time had success in. So he says, let's look at your mechanics. Let's look at your movement. Let's put it all together from your arms to your wrist, to your legs, to your feet, how your head is positioned, how your eyes are watching the ball coming out of the pitcher's hand. Let's look at something has changed because you were not slumping like this before. Something has changed and you were hitting, you were more consistent, you were hitting with power. So let's go back to your mechanics. And so I want to say this to you, in, in leadership, you're going to go through times when you're going to go through a slump. You're going to go through times when you're going to feel stagnant. Things are not moving. Uh, things are just not progressing. You're not gaining traction the way you want to. You may not feel that flow like you used to. And sometimes it's not always about quote unquote warfare. There are times when our mechanics have gotten out of alignment. Something's not moving the way it's supposed to move. And that that's why I'm teaching this today, because sometimes uh, we know we can do better. We know we have more to offer. And at one time you were flowing well, but what has gotten you off track? Sometimes there are distractions, there are life moments, there are things that happen, but then there are things that happen within our movement, the way we moved as leaders, the way we executed, the way we handled things, the way we prioritized things. And sometimes when the mechanics of those things get out of alignment or they begin to break down, you can begin to begin, uh, become stagnant or you can begin to slump or go through a season where you feel, man, it just seems like this is off. And then to make you feel like you can no longer perform uh, at the level that you are accustomed to performing. You may feel that, you know, that part or that quote unquote season is over. But sometimes it's not that the season is over, is that the mechanics may have gotten off because when we lead and sometimes when we're leading successfully, we can begin to take our success for granted. And anytime you're going through uh, successful times of leadership and successful moves of things, is it's real easy to get complacent. It's very easy to begin to take things for granted and, and begin to get away from your mechanics, from your basics, from the things that help you to to be successful. So you have to address things. You have to always go back and assess where you are. You have to go back and assess and reevaluate uh, your, your success. Uh, how did you get here? Uh, what got you here? Did, you know, were you reading books? Were you doing podcasts? Were you being mentored? Were you allowing yourself to be coached? Uh, were you um, allowing someone to evaluate you and give you uh, feedback on your mechanics. You have to begin to look at those things uh, because those things contribute to your success or a lack of those things can contribute to your uh, 
you're not having the success that you once had. So let's give some examples of that. Uh, I want to read a couple of things to you and give you some understanding of mechanics. Everything that we deal with has laws, principles, keys, patterns, functions, protocols, rules, and mechanics. This includes ministry and leadership. Even the anointing has mechanics. There's a certain way that the anointing flows on your life based on how things in your life are lined up and how things are moving. The anointing is not reckless. The anointing flows uh, well when people apply good mechanics to their ministry from the place of order, uh, following protocol, being obedient, um, uh, understanding honor, um, understanding prayer and, and submission and, and all those kind of things that we kind of throw away. Uh, but those are part of our mechanics, studying the word, um, taking our time to grow, allowing ourselves to be mentored, to be covered, to be fathered, understanding how covenant really works and understanding how the local church works and how, how its impact on the region uh, takes place. All of those things are part of our mechanics that, that allow things to flow. And we can understand with all the things that we deal with, even nature has laws. When things get out of place in nature, we see it uh, impact the ecosystem. When, you know, when they're talking about uh, climate change, they're saying that there's some things out of order. There's some mechanics off that are throwing off the temperatures that are causing icebergs to melt. They're causing water to rise. They're causing uh, a lot of humidity uh, in the air, causing more storms and hurricanes. And so all of those things, there's some mechanics off. There's some things that are shifted that are uh, not to our <laughs> advantage. And, and so we, we have to work towards putting these things back in place and they take time. But the, the, the key here is helping you to understand that everything has mechanics, everything we deal with. It has laws, principles, like laws of gravity and, and, and things of those nature that every time you throw a ball up, it's going to always come down. Those are laws. They don't change principles, certain keys. You know, the Bible tells us that he'll give us keys to the kingdom. Those aren't necessarily physical keys, but those are principles. The word they are that gives us understanding of how things move. Uh, you know, when he says, when I pray, say, he's teaching us, you know, the Our Father prayer, but he wasn't just teaching us the Our Father prayer. He was teaching us the principles of how to pray and say the word of God to follow what the king says, to follow the mechanics of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In order to be successful, you must do this. He told Joshua in the book of Joshua, uh, make sure you meditate on his word both day and night and your way will be successful. These are mechanics. These are laws. These are principles. These are patterns. And in protocols that when we follow them well, we become successful. And, it, and it's not luck. It's just simply we follow the mechanics of the motion of this, the movement of this. And we didn't try to go out on our own. So also mechanics is also the processes and protocols in place that move everything forward, including information 
communication, resources, and time. I want, I'm going to read that again to you. Uh, mechanics is also the processes and protocols in place that move everything forward, including information, communication, resources, and time. Oftentimes, if something or someone is not working well within the system established or there is a lack or loss of productivity, a lack of movement, there could be a breakdown in the mechanics. So this is why we take our car to the mechanic. The, the, the job of the mechanic is to get things moving, get your car moving, go inside and look at what's going on in the engine, the exhaust, whatever transmission, whatever the case may be, and find out why there is a lack of movement. The, the job of the mechanic is to reestablish movement in your car and it is to put things back in place. And his, his or her job is to understand how your car works. So that's why you can't, if you have a, a, a Lexus, you can't always take the Lexus to the Ford place and the Ford place uh, to the Chevy place um, because they have different systems and processes that require those mechanics to be knowledgeable of how this car moves. So they're knowledgeable of the systems. If they break down, that will cause a lack of movement. So they will know how to zero in. That's why they do the uh, the, the testing uh, on your on your car uh, when they assess everything that's going on. They come and say, listen, we're going to run a diagnostic test. We want to run through the systems so that we can pinpoint the problem in the mechanics. We want to see where we can zero in and fix it. We want to see what part may be needed. And, and we want to see what it may take a certain amount of time or whatever the case may be. You need that. We need that in our leadership. It's we Sometimes we get thrown into leadership and we don't understand the mechanics behind our leadership. So when our leadership begins to break down or falter, we don't know where to go to fix it. We don't know what kind of tests to run. We don't know what kind of questions to ask because we didn't know the processes, nor the protocols, nor did we understand what our leadership role was in the first place. We took on the job, but did not understand the job position. We did not understand the requirements, what was necessary. And so we have a lot of people, even in ministry and in the marketplace, but in ministry especially, that are in these jobs and they're in these leadership roles and, and they have the titles but they're clueless on the mechanics. They have no idea how these things work. So it's a ripple effect when you have a group of people who are not knowledgeable about what they should be doing. They can be good people and anointed people and, and, and prayerful people, but if there's never been an understanding of the mechanics of their leadership role and how it should work um, and how it should move, uh, they're gonna struggle when those things break down and they have no idea of how it was built. So it's, it's very important that you are able to allow your leadership to be assessed, allow your leadership roles to be uh, um, studied and evaluated by those that are either in the same level you're in or they're a little bit ahead of you. And those are people that you can trust. So let's give let me give you a story, a biblical story of how this happens. 
you can uh, go to, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you can go to Exodus 18 and 13. And it says this, and it says, um, and so it was on the next day that Moses sat to judge the people and the people stood before Moses from morning until evening. So when Moses' father-in-law saw all that he did for the people, he said, what is this thing that you are doing for the people? Why do you alone sit and all the people stand before you from morning until evening? And Moses said to his father-in-law, because the people come to me to inquire of God. When they have a difficulty, they come to me. And I judge between one and another, and I make known the statutes of God and his laws. So Moses' father-in-law said to him, the thing that you do is not good. Both you and these people who are with you will surely wear yourselves out, for this thing is too much for you. You are not able to perform it by yourself. And then he goes on, verse 19 says, listen now to my voice, and I will give you counsel, and God will be with you. So he sits there and he goes with Moses, he goes with him to work and he sits there all day with him and watches his leadership, watches how he's managing all of this, all of this new uh, thing and moving all these people out and, and out of Egypt and all of this stuff, which is extremely, can be very, very, if not already was extremely overwhelming uh, to Moses and to the people. So he's watching him and he's assessing his mechanics, and he's looking at his systems of how they're doing things. And so he, he begins to ask him questions. We need people in our lives that we can trust and that they you know love us enough to ask us questions about what are we doing, and not from a place of to tear us down, but to say, hey, the, based on what you're doing, that's not healthy. That's not going to help you long term. It's going to hurt you and it's going to hurt the people. You're going to lose your joy for leading. You're going to lose your joy for, for being uh, this in business. You're going to lose your joy for all of this. Your dreams are going to turn into a nightmare if you don't assess this. Let's look at this. And then he begins to say the things that you do are not good. He tells them this system your mechanics of how you're doing this is not good. It's not going to, it's not going to move the people forward. It's not going to create positive movement. It's going to wear the people out. It's going to create negative movement. It's going to be unhealthy and, and it's not going to help you get to where what's in your heart. You're not going to arrive. You're not going to make it. And, and, and you're not going to succeed. You got to remember, uh, Moses, you know, you're not in Egypt anymore. They're not in Egypt anymore. You're going to have to change your perspective. You're going to have to change your strategy. You have to look at your mechanics. Let's assess your mechanics. And then if you read that story uh, all the way uh, down to about verse 26, and it he, he talks about how he breaks it down for him, tells him how to put people in place to help keep things, to help keep things moving forward based on their capacity of what they can handle. He also tells them the kind of people that he needs to put in place. See, I'm, even though I'm not talking about it much today, 
the kind of team that you have also determines the mechanics of your leadership. The, the, the type of team, the, uh, you know, everybody on your team may be, they may be great people. They may be phenomenal, but then may not necessarily be assigned to this vision, this plan, this strategy. You have to be willing to first assess and say, hey, what kind of people do I need? Now, I don't. I know we love people to serve and we want people to help, but you have to also be clear, what kind of people do you need on your team to accomplish this vision, to bring this? Thank you for joining us for another episode of Kenneth K. Law, Life and Leadership. Stay tuned for future episodes, or you can connect with Kenneth K. Law at kenneth-k-law.mykajabi.com. That's kenneth-k-law.mykajabi. Kajabi is K-A-J-A-B-I.com.